the thread woven through every story uh, is the faithfulness of God. Just God being faithful and true, God honoring His Word, um, not always in you know the the ways that I want to demand and expect, not always in ways that fix all the broken things, which is a big theme throughout the book of just the unfixable things in my story uh, and, and in the world, but how faithful God has been. Um, otherwise, I would not be telling my story. I would not have a story to tell. Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and today I'm honored to speak on the phone lines to Stephen Curtis Chapman. Stephen, are you there? I am right here, Taylor. Good to talk to you, buddy. Great to talk with you, too. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I really am. It's great to get a chance to finally start sharing a little bit about and talking a little bit about what I've been up to for these last, well, really a couple of years uh, in the process of writing a book telling my story, kind of putting it in the, in written form after all of these many years. So uh, it's good. It's a good day when I get to, I mean, other than, you know, talking about myself, that's never like, okay, really? But no, I'm glad people are uh, wanting to hear and, and hopeful that me sharing my story is going to be uh, an encouragement to folks. So thanks for giving me a chance to do that. Oh, definitely. Thanks for, thanks for coming on the show. As you mentioned, you've got a new book coming out, Between Heaven and the Real World. And it's really just, uh, my, my take on it has been, it's just covering your life story, your career in music. I mean, you had your first album come out in 1987, if, I, if I've got that right. Um, 30 years ago, that's I know, right. Yep. You're still going now. You released Worship and Believe last year. I reviewed that for Charisma Magazine, and it's been crazy. Like I feel like my entire life I've grown up listening to your music. I remember like Heaven in the Real World, uh, that album playing like in my family home on the CD player constantly when I was growing up. So wow. Um, so so it's kind of surreal you. talking to you today on the on the phone line here. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for letting me be a part of your the soundtrack of Taylor's life. That could be my next book. That'll yeah, that, next that, book that's the, well, that's the that we we can still work it in as the subtitle on this book. So okay, between, All right, that's between cool. heaven and the real world. Uh, yeah. my story and also how it links to Taylor's life. So that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. <laughs> but on a on a more serious note, how are, how are you celebrating that that big uh, anniversary? Thirty years making music. Well, a big way, honestly, that celebrating it just kind of the way God would orchestrate things is with the release of this book. Um, because you know when I first started it, actually we were thinking at one point that it might come, you know, come out a little bit sooner. And uh, foolishly thinking so, of course, because anything that I'm involved in, it's going to go long. It's going to be late. Um, it's going to take longer than we thought. Uh, I'm going to use, use a lot more words. There's going to be a lot more editing. Uh, you'll probably find that even, you know, in, in the program we're doing today. Um, a lot of me ends up on the editing room floor because there's always more than you need. I was the kid in school that, you know, when I was assigned a, you know, a one-page report, on a book, you know, a book report, I always turned in about four pages, um, not because I had that many, you know, really insightful things to say. I think it was more, as I've realized, looking back, I think I just thought, you know, I don't really know if I'm doing this right. I don't know if I'm, you know, but if I say enough words, 
maybe the teacher will find something in there that she likes, and I'll get a decent grade. So I think that's what, that is that has followed me through life. Um, that's why my wife says, you know, God gave me the gift of writing songs so I can actually be constrained to three and a half to four minutes, you know, to actually say something. Uh, and 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 there's going to be a you know a period at the end of the sentence somewhere. Um, so, but you know, I feel like all of that being said, this book gave me a chance to finally really sit down and remember uh, that journey in a real, you know, pretty in-depth way, in a, in a detailed way. And the, the great, amazing mountain top moments that were beyond, have been beyond, uh, continue to be beyond anything I could have asked or imagined. Um, but then, you know, deep, deep valleys, uh, darker and deeper than I ever would have imagined as well and to get to take people on that journey with me um and for that all to kind of culminate now on this sort of 30th year you know from when my first album came out um just feels like a pretty cool god orchestrated thing to be able to say well, this is one great way that i'm celebrating it you know i mean i'll be going out and doing some touring and doing some concerts and and that that kind of thing but uh but i really yeah i feel like this book is kind of a, a pretty unique way to get to to honor that, you know, that milestone, kind of that mile marker in my journey. It doesn't feel like, you know, the finish line of the journey um, at all. And uh, so that's good, um, you know, but just a, just a really important kind of place to stop and look back over all the many, you know, stones of remembrance, you know, if you will, kind of those places where God has really shown up in a, really profound way and sometimes in what seemed to be very small ways even as a little boy you know going through this experience and that experience but just seeing you know how God has kind of been weaving a pretty uh, amazing story through all of that as he does in all of our lives you know um, that's important for me with this book is not hey let you know just let me tell you all about my life you know and and boy isn't it fascinating isn't it interesting but my my prayer desire hope is about me doing that, you know, others will be able to find themselves uh, alongside me in this story and their faith journey and be really encouraged uh, for the for the steps that they're taking. I love that term that you used uh, when you were describing there of the stones of remembrance, uh, That just that mm. very loaded biblical imagery. Um, and yeah. I know that like the church I go to, we have a similar process uh, that we similarly refer to as the stones of remembrance of just thinking yeah. about the story of the church and how we got to where we are. So when you were stepping back for this book and looking at a whole life, a whole career, what really stuck out to you? Well, I mean, it's it sounds, to, to just spout it out, sounds somewhat cliche or kind of like a Sunday school answer, um, but it really is honestly what continued to be you know the the thread woven through every story uh, is the faithfulness of God, just God being faithful and true, God honoring His word, um, not always in you know the the ways that I want to demand and expect, not all, always in ways that fix all the broken things, which is a big theme throughout the book of just the unfixable things in my story. Uh, and, and in the world, but how faithful God has been 
Um, otherwise, I would not be telling my story. I would not have a story to tell. Um, and that that's what I really, my hope and prayer is that people take away from it more than anything. It's just, if God has carried, you know, these guys through this, this journey and this guy through this journey, then where my story, you know, where I am in my journey, that encourages me to know that God is faithful in, in my story as well. I love that, just bringing out the, the universality of your story, and it, where it's not just about you, but it's about uh, what other people can take away from your life story. Um, do you have any, uh, I, obviously there's lots of specific stories within the book. Is there one story you feel comfortable sharing here um, that you would be able to give as a little bit of an example of one of those times that God taught you a lesson that other people could probably take, uh, could learn from as well? Yeah. Well, um, yeah, trying to think through and pick one out there because there are so, so many, um, you know, from early, my, my early journey, uh, is just a kid growing up in Paducah, Kentucky and a family that was struggling and very broken, but, but watching God's, you know, redemption, even through that, um, and through meeting my wife and, us, you know, getting married and starting our journey together and realizing, whoa, we're a lot more broken and uh, unfixable than, you know, than I imagined uh, when we started this this journey. Um, I get a chance to share, you know, a lot of the profound places where God has just really shown up and things that I've shared and talked about probably in interviews through the years. But, you know, I, I get to share in really uh, depth about our journey into, uh, you know, adopting our daughter's particularly our first daughter, Shohanna, and, you know, how transformational for me that was. Um, you know, what what a incredible, of all of my life experiences of God's grace uh, and God's, you know, becoming tangible, because that's really my prayer, you know, with my music, with all that I've done uh, in my life has been, God, I want to know you, and then I want to make you known. I want to you know, as you reveal yourself to me uh, in my life as a dad, as a husband, and the brokenness and the you know the victories and the and the defeats, um, and and you know the really mundane things and the really epic moments, um, I want to share that. I want to make you known through the gifts you've given me. And you know, I think our experience of taking our journey, and I get to share it again in detail of you know being not even adoption anywhere on our radar and God really capturing our hearts and using our daughter, our oldest daughter, Emily, at the time, who's 12 years old, um, coming with this idea after a trip to Haiti with her mom and meeting children that didn't have families and getting her heart broken by that and coming and saying, we need to do something about this. We need to adopt. And us, you know, beginning from a place of, well, that's not going to happen. We're going to support others and we're encourage others. And that's, Obviously, you know, James one twenty seven. we've read that verse, you know, true religion, care for orphans and widows, and so we'll, we'll do that, but uh, not actually adopt, uh, you know, a child and watch, watch, getting to recount that story, again, go back to those, you know, those stones of remembrance of how God did these crazy, sometimes just, you know, whimsical almost things that were, that you could hear God laughing you know, going, watch this, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to blow your minds with this one. And, um, 
you know, to get to, to kind of remember that story again. I mean, it's why I think it's so important whether we ever get a chance to write a book or not, which I got the great privilege of doing, you know, of remembering again, this that we're, we're supposed to remember, you know, together and, and recount the stories of God's faithfulness. Cause we forget, you know, we, we've got spiritual amnesia. I know I do. And I don't forget, you know, what God has, has done. And it's so important to just, retell those stories and remember and say, yeah, and remember what God did there? And I think for us, you know, all the way to getting to really take people through this book to standing in the hallway of a hotel in Changsha, China, meeting our daughter, Shohana, for the first time, and just the profound experience of God pulling back an amazing, you know, many layers of the veil uh, that often I feel like I'm looking through, and we all look through this glass darkly, as Scripture says. It's like, feel like the glass got really clear for a moment and I, I could, you know, get this very tangible uh, grasp of this is what the gospel is. This is what God has done for me. Hopeless, without a name, without a future. And God has, you know, scooped me up into his arms and said, you're mine. And we're going to experience that, you know, firsthand and watch this play out, watch this unfold. And so, um, you know, that's just one of many stories that I get a chance to share like that. That's amazing. Thank, thank you for just sharing that with us and with our listeners. Um, and, and you were talking about your kids. I know you even got sons who are now in a band of their own. I know they just put out an album recently. Is, is that a proud yeah. moment for you as a dad, as a musician? Oh, gosh, you kidding? It's amazing. I'm, I am so proud and have to try to just restrain myself, you know, <laughs> the social media thing. I posted something again this morning. There was an article of, a great mention of them in the this week's Entertainment Weekly. Just heard yesterday they're going to be on Conan O'Brien's show next week. And they did Today Show, and you know they're getting all these great opportunities, even opportunities that that I never, you know, that they're getting to do things that I didn't do, which has been so fun to just kind of cheer them on and and watch them, you know, even blaze take take up in some ways kind of the the mantle, you know, take the baton. Uh, you know, from their dad, although I haven't, you know, I haven't handed it over with maybe there's two batons. I just handed them <laughs> one, you know, like mine, but I still got one. Uh, but you know, that to, to watch them just, you know, run, uh, this amazing kind of race that God's put out before them and, uh, you know, to sit and pray with them after their record comes out and goes to number, you know, right out of the gate goes to number three on the overall iTunes charts and, you know, my son Caleb's first response was, "Hey, let's pray. Let's pray a prayer of thanksgiving, and let's really commit this success to to God's glory." And you know, I'm just like, "Yes, that <laughs> is that is the thing." You know, so yeah, I'm I'm very proud of them. That's when you know they've learned well from you. Is when they when after the success, they're like, "All right, and now we thank God for this." Yeah, yeah. So then, just kind of building off that, even so, it could be with your sons, it could be with your daughters, it could be with anyone in the next generation. Do you have advice that you would like to give the next generation? You know, I, I feel like everything that uh, you know, I've, I tried to do, even in sharing my story and looking back over my story, um, it's funny how you can be at this point in your journey. And on one hand, you feel like, man, I should have all kinds of great words of wisdom. Come sit at my feet, and I'll stroke my beard and <laughs> puff my pipe and tell you the great nuggets, you know, uh, sp sprinkle the nuggets of, of great wisdom around, you know, before you. And and yet, you know, you kind of go, 
but I don't, I, I, I don't feel like I, you know, in a lot of ways I feel like, you know, I'm just more aware of my need, you know, for God and my, you know, how much I don't know. Um, when I was younger, I thought, man, I really got, I got a handle on this. I got this figured out. And life comes and brings you things that you, you know, in, in our, you know, story for sure. And I share again a lot about this in the book, you know, ultimate, you know, broken thing, unfixable thing, you know, in, in our life is, of course, our loss of our youngest daughter uh, eight years ago. And, you know, so I feel like so many of those things, bring you to an even greater place of realizing, man, I do not have this figured out. I don't have all the answers or even very many of the answers, but the one answer, the one advice, you know, the one counsel would be to say, anchor your heart to the promises of God because everything in life will come and, and blow everything else away at some point, um, and, and everything else that we will try to hold on to success, um, you know, any, any other treasure, any other, uh, thing that identifies us and gives us worth is gonna, is gonna be, be very fleeting. Um, but, but God's promises and God's word, um, if we anchor our hearts to that and keep anchoring and keep dropping anchor in his heart and, we're going to have to continue to, at least my experience is, it's going to be daily, uh, you know, hourly, every five minutes, and sometimes to say, okay, I'm holding on again because I feel like a big wave came and kind of knocked me loose, and now I'm sort of, you know, I'm fear and I'm, you know, insecurity and what's going to happen, and um, wait a minute, but I'm going to hold on. Let's use to hold on to the promises of God. Uh, he knows the plans he has. For me, I may not know them. Sometimes I may be thinking, God, are you really sure you know what the plans are? Because this doesn't look at all like the story I thought it was going to be. But um, continuing to trust him, uh, I have found that he is faithful and uh, he is with us and he's for us. And uh, so that would be my greatest encouragement. Amen. Thank you so much for sharing. And I will say, for as, for as humble as you start with that, of like, oh, I don't, I don't really have the ability to like stroke my beard and give great wisdom. That that was some great yeah. words of wisdom there that you shared with us. So. <laughs> well, thanks, Ben. Thank you. Definitely. If people want to keep up with you, what you're doing, if they want to get a hold of the book, where can they go for that? Well, you know where they can go to get the book. Obviously, they can come to my website anytime. Love to see them. Love to have them. Uh, which is just StephenCurtisChapman.com. Um, my Facebook, uh, you know, we got a lot of fun, good information going on there. Um, and I'm sure books will be available, you know, wherever books are sold near you, uh, <laughs> hopefully. And, uh, you know, they'll be able to get a hold of that there. And, um, and I mean, I'll bring it to their house and just call me and say, hey, I want a book. And, um, well, okay, maybe I won't be able to do that in every case, but. <laughs> Yeah, we have a lot of listeners here. You might you might find that your schedule gets pretty booked on that. Don't yeah, you? right. Yeah, we'll give you the option to back. Forget that last part. Yeah, we'll we'll give you the option to backtrack out of that one. Here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the the heart is good though. The heart is good behind it. Okay, good. It's the thought that counts. Okay. Exactly. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. It's been a pleasure to talk with you. Um, would you mind uh, closing us out with some prayer? 
I would be honored. I'd love that. Yeah, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the gift of podcasts and telephones and technology that allow us to uh, just have a moment here to remember um, your goodness and your faithfulness and uh, your promises together and share our stories and tell our stories. Um, God, every story of ours is, uh, Lord, thankfully is one that you are telling. Ultimately, you're the author and uh, the finisher of our story of faith, our faith journey. And um, God, I pray that you'd use this uh, this interview, this podcast, that you'd use uh, this book that I've invested the time to to write and to tell, uh, that you would use it for your glory. And Lord, that you would continue to even just use all of the podcasts that uh, Taylor is a part of and um, and use this for your purpose and for your glory. Um, we know that's why we're here. We know that every breath we take is a breath you've given us. Every uh, gift that we have is, is a gift from you. And we thank you that you are for us and that you're with us. And I pray for every person listening today, they will know that in a in a personal way, whether they're in the on standing on a mountaintop having a great day, a great season of life, or if they're in the darkest, deepest, uh, hardest place, that they will know that you are uh, God with us um, wherever we are. So thank you for that. And we bless your name. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So remember, guys, the book is Between Heaven and the Real World. Check it out. It's great. You've been listening to Stephen Curtis Chapman on Charisma Connection here on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and thanks for joining us. An experience so vivid, it's like being there. The Breathe Audio Bible takes you on a journey. Performed by leading actors such as Kevin Sorbo, John Rhys-Davies, Josh Lucas, and Jesse McCartney, you will be transported into the world of the Bible. You can get a free download of the Gospel of Mark at breathebible.com. That's breathebible.com. And now, back to the show. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible. Mm -hmm.